Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, September 26. The desire for equality with others is a delusion. We are equal only in the fact that we're all children of God. Life, otherwise, is like a ladder. The lower animals are helped upward in their evolution by association with human beings. Relatively unaware people are helped upward by serving those who are more highly evolved. The caste system in India originally recognized these realities. It wasn't hereditary and was never intended to be suppressive. It simply indicated the right direction for humanity to develop, from body bound to freedom from ego bondage. One moment in the company of a saint, it has been said, will be your raft over the ocean of delusion. The company of persons more highly evolved than oneself can be uplifting. In the case of the devotee who seeks God, saints are the best company, and best of all is it to be guided by a true guru. Now, this particular passage has to be understood in the right way because um, at the present time in our society, there is a huge movement to remove barriers to the progress of individuals based on external conditions, the color of the skin, the um, country from which they were born, um, other defining physical characteristics, the, the way that they express their spirituality, just oh, who your parents were, what part of the world you were born in, all of these different prejudicial things um, ha- are, are, are tumbling in the face of a dawning realization that there, there is at least a right for everyone to have the same opportunities, and it is a wrong for individuals who happen to have power to deliberately hold on to their power by oppressing people that they have taken a, a prejudicial dislike to. So we talk a lot about equality. Now, What Swamiji is saying here, that the desire for equality with others is a delusion. And he says it that way because the only thing that makes us equal is that we're equally children of God. Now, in the sense of what we're trying to do culturally, socially, politically, it is to recognize that we are all children of God. The United States of America, the Declaration of Independence, has has marvelous language in it. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men were created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, it was a flawed document because slavery was still in place, and that word men did not apply to people with dark, dark skin. That word men did not apply equally to to women of the people of the female gender. So it was a flawed document at the time. 
But the sentiment behind it, especially when that word men is understood as it, was, as it is intended grammatically in the English language, to mean human beings, all human beings, all human beings, and it can be extended to say all sentient creatures are endowed by their creator. You know, we're, we're all equally children of God. And anything that tries to take away those inalienable rights and that inherent divinity is in itself a crime. It's a crime against our own nature. Whether it's a crime in society or not, it's a criminal act against our own divine potential. Now, having said that, and having made that point really clear, a common sense just glance around the planet tells you that on other levels, people are not at all equal. Some people are, are highly intelligent. Some are, are simply not developed that way. Some people are physically strong. Others are frail. Some have privileges and others are underprivileged. But most, mostly there's just this enormous difference. And on the level that it matters the most, and this is the only level that really matters, is that some people are more, more aware of deeper realities than other people are. This is the tradition of the saints. I take it all the way to the saints. Not because all human beings are not equally endowed with the same potential for understanding. Everyone has the same potential for understanding. But some have developed that understanding more than others. Just as some people have developed the ability to sing, some people can make money, some people are very gifted working with plants, you know, some people really know how to gamble. I mean, not all, not all talents are positive. You know, some people are very skillful at evil things, but they've developed something. And eventually, the human body, uh, Yogananda said, is a special creation of God because the human nervous system has the capacity to perceive infinity. And that's why the avatar comes into the human body and this world and the world we're talking about and living in now comes into the human body because in the human body the avatar can both participate in this very limited reality of the material world and simultaneously be aware of the infinite. And that's what distinguishes the human body from the animal bodies. And in the thought that we evolved from apes, Yogananda said quite simply that they will never find the missing link because there isn't one. We didn't evolve like that. The human body is a special creation because it has potentials the animal bodies don't have. What moves is the jiva, the individual soul. Um, we reincarnate into the body that allows us to express whatever potential we have at the moment um, for consciousness. So a monkey has much more potential for expressing consciousness than a shellfish does. A shellfish, you know, burrows into the coral reef, sits there, and as the currents come by, it opens and closes its mouth. It doesn't really have a lot of options. There's this saying that goes, happy as a clam. It's an expression in the USA and English, happy as a clam. Swami often comments, that's really not very much happiness because the potential for happiness in a clam is not really very expanded. But happy as a clam means 
really what it means is just dull, sitting there doing nothing, opening my mouth and then letting the food come in. So it's kind of like happy as a clam means not very, or not very refined. But you think of even just a monkey. Monkeys run all over the place. They have all this fun, and they, they, um, it's been proven. They study these things. You know, the monkey doesn't just eat to survive. He tastes a little banana. He tastes a little of this fruit. He tastes a little of that fruit. Now, yes, they all have different vitamins. <laughs> but the monkeys are also doing it because it's fun, and they're curious, and they love to be all sorts of places. If you go to India or places where monkeys run, you have to really watch your glasses because the monkeys will literally come and steal your glasses. And they don't do it for any reason that I can think of. <laughs> They're not useful to them. You never see the monkey like me then putting it on so it can read later on. And I, you never see that they particularly use them. They don't build a nest out of them. I think they just steal them because they can. I mean, that's certainly what it feels like. And it creates a huge kerfuffle, and I think they think it's fun. Now, skipping through all of that, because I'm just, you know, riffing on that particular point. Once we're in the human body, though, life has a purpose. And the purpose is that we are drops of water heading for the sea. And just as in human life, the, I mean, in, in the natural world, all rivers run to the sea. And whether they run in a straight line or a circuitous line, all rivers run to the sea. Every drop of water, as soon as it comes out of the earth, it heads for the ocean. Every jiva, every individual spark of divinity, every individualized spirit, which is the jiva, it's heading back to its home in God. Now, whether it moves quickly or slowly, we have the free will to decide. So the real measurement of human beings in the world is not how much money they have or how much celebrity status they have or how fast they can change the ball from one end of the room to the other. It's how much awareness they have of their true nature. And we're all evolving slowly by our experience. And the caste system, which of course nowadays has become exceedingly corrupt, and the country of India is doing everything it can to expunge it, Yogananda replied, he said, every country has its quota of misery. And he said, the caste system has been the, mis the misery of India, which is the same racial prejudice that is, I mean, that expresses his racial prejudice in the USA, where certain groups are considered and held down by the, the other groups that have power. It's, it's criminal. It's unforgivable in every respect. So corruption has set in, but the principle of the caste system was quite different. It was that, and there were four main castes, and it was that we are at different stages of spiritual evolution, and depending on the stage that we're at, different activities are appropriate for us, not to keep us bound at that level, but to help us rise from it. You see, that's the difference. Somebody who's very physically oriented needs to be working with their physical body. And then as they grow skillful with their, their physical body, it will gradually awaken the mental process. And then they can advance to the point where not only they can do more than just do physical things, they can begin to do mental activities and they begin to develop on a mental level. And as we develop on a mental level, we begin to understand life in a more subtle way, which is impossible if we're just a physical body. We understand life in a more subtle way, and our heart begins to evolve. 
And then we expand to the point where we can think in terms of ideals, of noble behavior, of sacrificing for the sake of others. And the more we do that, the more we get in tune with our spiritual self. And we realize that this nobility of spirit is not my own, it actually comes from God. And so ultimately, we rise all the way to the level of God realization. And every step of the way, wherever we're standing, part of what helps us evolve is that we turn behind us to whoever is on the step of the ladder just behind us or a couple of steps behind us. Usually you're not able or drawn to go much farther down the ladder, but there are exceptions to that, where we turn and we help. We, we share what we know. It reinforces what we know. It expands our sympathy. It makes us strong in, in seeing, well, look at where I've come. And we can help others to stand next to us. And then we look forward. And we see someone who's just above us or even far above us who holds out to us this potential. And in an ideal society, every, all of this evolution happens in a, a mutually supportive, absolutely beautiful way. And so, so goes so far, and Swami quotes this particular expression, one moment in the company of a saint can be your raft over the ocean of delusion. Because once you reach a certain point of development, if you can touch into where you're really going, by that point having the sensitivity to appreciate it, you can move very powerfully in that direction. And the magnetism of that experience will awaken within us a potential that we might not until that moment have even known that we have. Our equality is that all of us are made of the same divinity and ultimately all of us will come to realize our oneness with God. And in the meantime, we form a chain. We form a chain of mutual assistance. We lift those who are coming up behind us to the place where we're standing. We hold the hands of those who are in front of us and by their help move forward. And of course, then Swami says, the greatest help of all is the Guru. So let me read again. The desire for equality with others is a delusion. We are equal only in the fact that we are all children of God. Life otherwise is like a ladder. The lower animals are helped upward in their evolution by association with human beings. Relatively unaware people are helped upward by serving those who are more highly evolved. The caste system in India originally recognized these realities. It wasn't hereditary and was never intended to be suppressive. It simply indicated the right direction for humanity to develop from body bound to freedom from ego bondage. One moment in the company of a saint, it has been said, will be your raft over the ocean of delusion. The company of persons more highly evolved than oneself can be uplifting. In the case of the devotee who seeks God, saints are the best company. And best of all is it to be guided by a true guru. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.